This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from the real world, reporting how coronavirus is affecting everyone. <laughs> is that what you're doing, senor? Well, whether I like it or not, I am. Okay. Um... Uh, so, uh, hey, everybody. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Chinese communist coronavirus. Yeah, call it what it is. Call it what it is. What it is, brother. What it shall be. So my commute to work was completely normal. I was actually expecting it to be, I guess, significantly lighter, but mine was completely normal. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, there's a five-car wreck up ahead of me, which is why I'm sitting in traffic, but I was just forced to surface streets, and I was driving through the surface streets, and I went by a tattoo parlor, which is apparently open, I don't know, 24 hours? I don't know what its hours are. For emergency tattoos. It seemed to have a number of customers. Now, I didn't have time to ask the guy if this was a normal flow of customers for this time of day, breeding and tattoos, or if business was down, you know, um, one less tramp stamp or a tribal ring around the bicep. It means peace, Jack. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, my traffic was the same. How about yours? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. It was, it's rainy it was where we rainy. live, so, yeah, it's hard to say. But, yeah, more or less the same. But, but it wasn't clearly different. No. Um, at least mine wasn't. And uh, I was kind of surprised by that. My kids are off school for a month. But last night I was running some errands, and I tweeted out a picture of my local China uh, Panda Express, um, the little shopping area near my house in Jack, town, the Panda Express it, is as Chinese as I am, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, with the corona, coronavirus, people are still eating a Panda Express. How brave or stupid, <laughs> depending on your point of view. Um, but it was one of those, it's one of those shopping malls. It's got a Jamba Juice, it's got a Panda Express, it's got a PetSmart, you know, and all those sorts of things. And it was as packed as ever, if not more so, because there's a grocery store there, so... Mm. This is my anecdotal view of the way people are acting. And I live in a town where I guarantee it, the people aren't out at Petco and Panda Express because Sean Hannity told them to go out uh, where I live. <laughs> yeah, well, the response is still evolving across the land, Jack, as you know. Well, I don't know if you're following the Twitter uh, or Facebook or anything, but I mean, it's, well, I was about to say it's mean. Uh, yes, and, and it always is. Yes. But it's, it's... Some people would look at that. Well, the the picture I tweeted out of the Panda Express, there were people saying, "Good to see people are still living their lives." Followed by selfish, um, idiots. Both both crowds think the other side are sheep. The crowd that's buying toilet paper and um, staying home thinks everybody else is a sheep, and the people that are going out to restaurants and everything like that um, think the toilet paper people are sheep. So. Well, I appreciate people go. criticizing criticizing people for acting like sheep because, you know, you must be strong. You must be an individual. It's the basis of the American society. On the other hand, we ought to come together on which, which group are, are, are which. But that's fine. I just social media plays. This is an, this is an excuse to unplug it, to, to, to make it end. So New, York, so New York finally caved and canceled their schools, huh? Yep. Yeah, they were getting a lot of pressure for that. Yeah, there's hardly going to be a school in America open uh, by the end of the week, including in rural areas, which may or may not be necessary. But, I mean, my God, California, uh, bars, wineries closed, brew pubs 
Uh, restaurants will be next. New York closes restaurants as only takeout and delivery. Yeah, and I was I was involved in a uh, couple of threads for a variety of things over the weekend where some decisions were being made, and I was thrown in my two cents. And this is not surprising to me, but the the academic crowd is very quick to go to close things, um, and you know I think for obvious reasons. You come from a theoretical world uh, where, in your line of work, being an academic. Um, there's somebody's always going to pay the electric bill and the rent, and you can't lose your job. Right. Nobody's um, ever laid rent. off. <laughs> right. No. But, you know, and I don't know what's an appropriate exp- or a response or not. I don't have any idea. But it's a big deal to tell a guy who runs a bar, you're closed for the next month. So just make that work somehow. Right, right. Well, this is a complicated thing, and it's unfolding in layers, because the response to that by politicians, the response to that challenge for not only the bar owner, but the waitresses and the waiters and everybody who makes their living from tips and the gig economy and the rest of it, is that we must now have a massive program of writing these people checks and essentially taking over their paycheck for them. Um, and, you know, there are a couple of uh, things to be said about that, including the fact that we're spending ourselves into horrific debt during great times. So now we're going to sp- spend even faster uh, to make everybody whole again. And it's, uh, you know, if you're looking for failure of governance, there's plenty to go around. And uh, so the Fed lowered the interest rate basically to zero. So we've got no wiggle room if a, uh, if a Great Depression comes upon us in the next couple of months. No, just print more money. Yeah, well, it's going to be an interesting situation. Um, I know. I just can't even imagine. I wish I had been a kid and been able to experience it. I've I've been interviewing my son and his friends, what it was like in school on Friday when they made the announcement in the classrooms that they were closing down for a month. (laughs) He'll he'll remember that for the rest of his life, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't imagine the euphoria. So I was picturing when I first heard about it that they do it over the loudspeaker. This is uh, Principal Johnson. And we'd like to announce that due to the Chinese communist virus, and uh, we're going to close for a month. And, but they did each teacher did it individual in the room, so it wasn't all at exactly the same time. So my son said you could hear roars throughout the school, and you wondered what was going on <laughs> as the different classrooms got the word. <laughs> and the teacher actually said, no, I want people to, I don't want any cheering, I don't want any yelling, I want everybody to stay calm. Oh, we are yeah. closing school for a month, and everybody just erupted. <laughs> <laughs> now I told you not to. Ne- oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to hear any cheers. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. That is hilarious. I can't imagine. Because, you know, a month when you're a kid is the rest of your life. Sure. And no school for the rest of your life. <laughs> so funny. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad, the people that did show up at work. There's a board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. Well, I'm here. I was actually supposed to be on vacation, but the places that I was supposed to go to got canceled i mean they closed due to the coronavirus so here i am this morning so uh we'll reschedule it well the nation needs you michael yeah no it's fine it's not a big deal but um so i did some cleaning over the weekend and i went through um my garage and stuff like that and i you know i found this like old toilet paper i didn't know what to do with it so i just it was kind of cold weekend so i just burned it in the fireplace you know good idea no no stuff burns pretty well you started the fire with hand sanitizer. That's right. what you used to get the toilet paper. The alcohol, burning. yeah. Got the logs nice and wet with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's too bad 
glad your vacation plans weren't to get a tattoo because those places appear to be open. There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, there was a moment over the weekend where uh, I don't know if I've ever felt more alone and useless. I was separated from my smartphone for uh, an extended period of time. Uh, I've never felt dumber. Like five minutes? Oh, no, hours. Uh, like overnight, I, I needed to, to circle back and try to find oh, it the next morning. No. I, I thought it may have possibly been left in an Uber. That turned out to not be the case. Um, uh, but, but yes, uh, but I, I was relying on stopping at gas stations, asking people for directions, and then, <laughs> and then all the answers kind of steeped in this, don't you have a phone idiot response? <laughs> Nobody's asked me for directions in a decade, sir. Um, But uh, I I simply want to sing the praises of the uh, Find My app. Uh, I would have have just had to buy another phone had I not had this thing. Uh, So once I got back to a computer, I was able to log in. It pinged my phone where it was. I could activate the phone in a uh, in a lost phone mode, which then changes the lock screen to "Hey, this phone has been lost." It lets you put in another contact number, call this number, and and you know to return this phone really? to where it goes. I, wow. I haven't used it since that developed. It used to just give you a little blue pulsating dot that yeah. you could try to. Yeah, it has that, down. and so and it also has this ability where you can ping the phone, so yeah. it makes an audible noise even if it's on silent mode. So after yeah. I turned it into lost mode, I just pinged it a bunch to the point of wherever it was, it would annoy who was ever near it so they would pick it up and look at it yeah it turns out it was at a it, it was at a local establishment the type of which is going to be closed shortly but it right. was it was at a bar um and uh yeah they had a shocker I no was way at, yeah yeah i know i know for the, the last time people these days um but uh but yeah i i that that app it's a free app and it cost me i don't know what the cost of a phone is but easily close to a thousand bucks probably oh yeah oh yeah and plus everything that's in it and it's not a minor deal to lose your phone. It's amazing how carefree we are all with them since they cost so much and they got so much stuff in them. Um, uh, so there you go. That's everybody. We introduced everybody already? How'd that yes. happen so fast? Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it be Monday, the Tommy flu of the year 2020? We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin hunkering down now. According to uh, FCC rules and regulations and Dr. Anthony Fauci, precisely at Mark. No more rest announce, okay? No more rest announce. Forget all that. Public gatherings, rest announce, and all this gymnasiums out the window. You stay home. Restaurants? You've been in this country for 50 years, you Austrian <laughs> lunkhead! I, I never want to hear that moron's voice again as long as I live. Unless I'm watching Conan the Barbarian restaurants. With the coughing and the fevers and those sorts of things. <laughs> the, the gymnasiums, um, they're all gone. <laughs> Don't go to the gymnasium now. <laughs> the best thing to do during this time off is to work on your lats. Um, how does mail back You work? idiot! Oh, it's, it's outstanding. Some finely tuned sarcasm from the good folks, Jack. You'll enjoy it. Mm. That's interesting. I was kind of wondering what the tone was going to be. I mean, I knew what my tone would be because my tone is the same pretty much no matter what happens. But uh, I was kind of wondering what people's tone was going to be. But you're saying there's some sarcasm. Well, I wouldn't know. I I wouldn't overstress that. There is some finely tuned sarcasm. I'm not sure that explains more than just these couple emails. I didn't know if it was just going to be all hair on fire sort of uh, attitudes. But anyway, uh, as we were doing on Friday, I found this pretty interesting. How about on the text line, the what's your commie flu reality of school, businesses being closed, your work situation, how it's affecting you financially, 
whatever. 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. We haven't even mentioned the debate from last night for good reason, I think. Seemed a little... It's worth mentioning in the same way that if somebody shoots at you and misses, it's worth mentioning. Seemed a little out of place, though. It's the dog that did not bark, Jack. And it just just seemed out of place. I mean, I guess checking coronavirus updates and what's closed and not while this was going on, knowing how it's going to turn out. And I thought, why am I doing this? Well, there's no dang sports to watch. Oh, it's just such a bummer. Such a bummer. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the long and short of the debate is uh, is uh, Bernie had to take the old man down. The old man. What am I saying? He had to take Biden down. He had to weaken him. Had to go negative, And it didn't happen. It's fine. Biden's going to be the nominee if he can stay alive through the election. More on that later, I'm sure. And I am not trying to be funny. It's a, no. No, heck no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mailbag. Hey. <laughs> Our freedom-loving quote of the day, we're going to be talking a lot about freedom uh, and and government and government power and emergencies and that sort of thing today. Yeah, this is an all-time test of it, for especially the, the more of a libertarian, small government ty- type you are. Where does the government get to step in and do this? When do they not? And, and what's the proper attitude when you say, okay, you can do this? I, I want to talk about that. Interesting. Continuing on with our uh, Samuel Adams quotes, because I'm enjoying them so much. Freedom-loving quote of the day. Power is, in its nature, encroaching. And such is the human make that men who are vested with a share of power are generally inclined to take more than it was intended they should have. Yeah. That You know, to simplify that and use uh, fewer words, because the Founding Fathers, they had a lot of free time. And so they're very wordy. The sort of people who want power want more power than they should have. Well, that's that. that, that or people who want power want a lot of power to make it even more brief. That's a lot of what bothered me by some of the announcements yesterday by various, uh, you know, uh, people in politics at high levels, including the government governor of California, who shut down all the bars and variety of things. The lecturing tone. I just I don't think that's helpful. You're. You're telling private citizens they're not allowed to open their business. Explain it in a calm, gentle way and say, I know this is going to be really rough, but I think it's the best thing to do. And not the, and this is going to happen. That's not the right tone, dude. Yeah, I would agree. I own this freaking place. My whole life is is is, is sunk into this. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. love that tone. And that's why, that, what made me think about the Samuel Adams quote, they love that that I'm in, I'm in charge here, and I know it's right, and I don't care about any of that. Yeah, I have a feeling that Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, was fully aroused when he was uh, making that oh, yeah. statement. Yeah, very thrilling for the, the powerful. That's speculation. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle writes, hey, fellas, the media at large, current company accepted, uh, contributes to the stress of the human condition regarding the current crisis. Let's remind people that laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune infection-fighting chemicals in the body. 
an inexpensive way to improve one's ability to fight off any viral or bacterial invader. You see, your daily contributions to humanity is not only important, but necessary for our continued health. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Michelle. So wash your hands and listen to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I think what she is suggesting is that laughter is among the more efficacious medicines. I still think it'd be a good show promotion if somebody among us five would get the uh, the commie virus. I think it would help. Well, I was at the grocery store. I should have uh, licked the handles. It's very possible it's that we already have it. We just True. aren't symptomatic. I was at excellent laser, point. I was at Laser X in the bowling alley, so I was around a bunch of people. <laughs> I know who my favorite is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did not socially distance yourself. Uh, it's the COVID-19 joke of the day. I, I, Jack won't like it because it contains the F word. Well, I'll use the other F word. Not the other F, but the other, other F word. I used to cough my, uh, <clears throat> take two. I used to cough to hide my flatulence. Now I flatulate to hide my coughs. Wow. Keep effing that chicken, Phil in Carmichael, California. Uh, I actually was shopping it's at impressive. the grocery store yesterday for once in my life. And uh, it's allergy season. And right. I have had a dry cough. Every spring of my life. So, yeah, that's one of the problems. And it's, I felt bad coughing. I didn't want to freak people out. It's cold and flu season and allergy season. Right. And so, yeah, there's all kinds of reasons to be coughing and snorting and runny, and runny nose. The rest of the allergy season has been called off, Jack. Oh, no playoffs. You didn't hear, right? This 15-minute pause, uh, remember that ju- like we saw last Thursday, like we saw last Monday, then when we had opened, it was about four or five minutes before trading had been halted. In this case, we literally rang the bell and trading was halted. Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> and let's start. Oh, stop. What are you doing? That's enough. We're what done. are you doing? Stop selling. Like, whoa. <laughs> we talked about this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the S&P sinks more than 7% immediately, triggering a circuit breaker for the third time in six sessions, which is an historic thing. Uh, but, uh, you know. And we're getting a bunch of texts from people whose commutes, like mine, were the same. So, um, if you're living your life through the television, you might think the world has ground to a halt. But from the people who are driving to work... Yeah, I'll be interested to see that develop over the next couple of days, but I, too, was surprised. I think the big question is, to what extent is a lot of this stuff necessary and there's a big, giant, bitter argument going on. You mentioned it uh, in social media. All seen, as usual, through the lens of do you like Trump or not like him? Which is just, it's amazing to me. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been doing this for so long, I don't particularly tie my, my personal uh, self-worth up with politics. I just I find it interesting, and it's important, but I don't get all whipped up about it. I, I will tell you this. And I have friends who are on every uh, point of the spectrum from, you know, pretty concerned to this is a plot against Trump. (laughs) Well, I I will tell you this. I've been trying to look at it, trying very hard to look at it, not through the lens of politics, but through the lens of disease and epidemiology. Um, I'm not an epidemiologist, but I do have a microscope. 
and the idea is this thing seems to be very, very deadly to old and vulnerable folks. You had 24 people die, 25, at the old folks' home in Seattle where they got whapped with it good and hard. And the most interesting data comes out of South Korea because for some reason they're way, way better than us at getting everybody tested. It's a little disappointing. America, we can do better. But their data would show that there are unbelievable numbers of 20-somethings, teens, 20-somethings, 30-somethings, running around without symptoms. They have the virus. They feel great. They have no idea they have the virus. Or they have a very mild bug and think, I'll be over this in three days. And they're spreading it around. And then when it hits the oldsters, like you saw in Italy, uh, like you saw in uh, the Seattle area, um, it hits those people very, very hard. So the idea is just to keep us healthy folks from everybody having it so all our grandparents die so are you, and parents. So are you driving by all gatherings and yelling out the window, you're bad, evil people like some people are? Great, Scott, no. <laughs> no. That's a thing you realize. Yeah, I know it is. Um, and I've seen some of the Twitter shaming and people are getting doxxed and exposed. It's just... Yeah. Uh, it, <sighs> Everybody, everybody keep cool. I thought it was pretty interesting. Like I mentioned earlier, I live in a town that's uh, not being led by Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity, and neither is New York City. And and uh, both areas where they've had to, the, the, the government has had to step in to shut down the bars because they were packed over the weekend. Right. Um, and uh, that's, that's, you know, that's a, a lefty progressive crowd. So it's not just, you know, a... I'm I'm gonna go out and shop because this is made up to hurt Trump. Right, that's the social media bizarro world, yeah. mostly. So I don't know. I don't exactly know what the divide is. I don't know if it's young and old. Maybe it's that. Maybe maybe young, healthy people think, well, whatever, and I'm going to the bar. Well, right. I think it it may be nearly as simple as that. We're just we're a fairly simple beast in a lot of ways, and the threat is too abstract. You have to really think it through. Okay, and the. I could be a carrier, have no idea I have it, all the people like me, everybody I hang out with, and it's a danger to other people. And, and you know, responsible medical authorities are trying to point out, listen, your parents, your grandma and grandpa, this is what we're talking about. This is why you guys can't go out for beers. And that's a little abstract for people to react to. It just is. Apparently, they can react by hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, I wish that... And everywhere I went... Everybody was mocking that. Oh yeah, every yeah, I agree. I I don't know anybody who's not mocking that. Right. I have a, have a friend. His daughter is in management at a Costco. Uh, I won't say where, just because I don't want to get her in trouble or anything like that. But in the city we're on in, and um, and she brought out a pallet of toilet paper from the back, and a crowd rushed at her, and she dropped the handle and ran off. She was afraid, and it just cleared out the pallet before she ever got it to the aisle. Wow. Um, can the president and Dr. Fauci and uh, and Mad Dog Mattis and I don't know who are the Tom Hanks, who are the most respected people in America? Can they all, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Can they all get together at one microphone and say, if you all buy your normal amount of toilet paper, there'll be plenty, just like there always has right. been. We have a system in yes. place well, to make of, sure everybody has plenty of toilet paper. Plenty of people are saying that, including the manufacturers of toilet paper who have said, look, we're fine. We're cranking it out like we always have. We'll up production if you want. Fine. We'll up production. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, though. I, Judy and I, we finally decided 
uh, with the announcement about the restaurants and bars or anything, you know, we're empty nesters at this point. We decided, well, we probably got to put some food in the damn fridge because our fridge looks almost like a bachelor's fridge. Well, you we eat just, out a lot. Which, yeah, we yeah, do. We don't that, cook that much. At that point and, in your life, why wouldn't you? Uh, right. Condiments and beer? Is that what you got in there? It's not quite that bad, but I mean, we <laughs> I have some. try living off gin, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> we have sliced ham so we can wrap Baxter's pills in it to give them to him. So that's so we have some ham. But so we figured, all right, let's go to the grocery store. What the heck? So we went off with our little shopping list and everything. And Judy said, I was in charge of meat, Jack, because I'm a man. And, and meat is a manly, manly uh, part of the grocery store. Did you say, I'm in charge of the meat? And then your wife said, yes, you are, and winked? Was there any of that? <laughs> if only. Anyway. <laughs> yes. And I leave. <laughs> Sean just started to sweat visibly. It's right there on his brow. <laughs> so I go off to the meat section. And I'm looking at my uh, my little list she's given me. She tore it off the main list. Uh, the, what was it? Two pounds of chicken breast. All right. And I, I'm not super familiar with this grocery store, number one, because I'm a guy, and number two, because there are a couple we go to. And I was looking, I think that chicken's supposed to be there, but it's not. And I'm, uh, I'm also a guy, so I'm capable of looking straight at something and not seeing it. Uh-huh. I'm made to see motion and then put a spear in it. But so anyway, um, I look around it and I finally figure out, no, I'm looking in the right place. There's no freaking chicken. There's no chicken breast. There was organic chicken wings. That's it. I don't want organic chicken wings. I was told to buy breasts. I want, I'm a breast man today. No chicken breast. So I go over, next thing on my list, ground beef. Same thing. Exact same thing. Thinking, is it just, I'm looking at it, but I'm not seeing it. Well, maybe it's over there. No, no. All the ground beef is gone. I got the last couple of packages of ground turkey, which we're going to have to go with instead of the ground beef and the little recipe we're making. So, yeah, people were hitting the stores hard. Well, people want the beef. Well, yeah, they can't find it, Mr. President. My wife went all prepper over the weekend, and uh, I, I tried some gentle ribbing early on and realized that that was not a tone that was going to be appreciated. Right. And just backed off, and our, our fridge and freezers are stuffed like, you know, right before Thanksgiving, where you can't fit... You know, if you got one bottle of water, there's no place to put it in there anymore anyway, because yeah, just yeah. stuff everywhere. Well, we have I'm not exactly sure why, but that's what we got. We have five days worth of food, which for us is like, I don't know, like Magellan setting off on a round the world <laughs> trip. I mean, we're we're stocked, baby. I have zero concerns about the great American supply chain being disrupted to a great extent. No, it'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. Yep. Uh, we just figured for once we're going to cook it home, so we'd get ready. But listen, the. I would suggest that this is not overreaction. It's it's over preaction or just appropriate preaction, and we'll never know the number of people who didn't die. Having said that, from a libertarian point of view, all of this sudden exercise of sweeping government controls. We weren't even fully aware existed. Oh, yeah. The number of people is disturbing. I, the number of people I heard react to you can do that when when the governor of California, for instance, announced we're closing all the bars. He can do that. Like he can just decide to do that for how long? Yeah. The the funny part is some of that's not even clear because when was the last time anybody even had that notion? If you run a little bar that's pretty busy, especially maybe this time of year due to March Madness, and you're closed for a month. It's going to be really difficult 
to pay your rent and your electric bill and your employees and everything. Oh, yeah. And oh I realize gosh, if you're going to make payroll. I realize there's talk of government help coming, but I don't know when that's going to happen or how that's going to happen. Right, right. I'll make the point very briefly because we're about due for a break, and we can talk about this in a little more detail later on. Plus, I, I owe you some really good listener sarcasm via the email line, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But handing the government more power, a lot of people are acting like it's a yes, no, no, we have to do this, it's fine. And then they're just, and then, oh my gosh, one thing that became clear in the debate, and I heard statements by Bill de Blasio, the insufferable mayor of New York this morning, and Andrew Cuomo, the insufferable governor of the state of New York, and Gavin Newsom, the utterly vomit-worthy governor of California. <laughs> wow, vomit-worthy. What became infinitely clear to me. As they were proposing, we need a new deal like FDR offered. Right. It's time for the right. Green New Deal. We need sweeping new this, and the time has come for that. Sure. That, that you, perhaps we should give them an inch, but they are voracious for taking a mile. Sure. Really looking at this as an opportunity. Here, here are your words to live by. This is your old Uncle Joe Getty. Handing the government power is like handing a child a gun. You don't stop watching at that moment. You start watching harder than ever. So if we say, okay, this is appropriate and we need to do this, do not take your eye off those voracious, uh, you know, hungry for power types. Because, man, they want to reshape your society. I didn't realize this had gotten so bad. At what point am I supposed to hand my children guns? As soon as the, well, when the uh, neighbors come for your toilet paper, oh, obviously. Boy. I will. They're going to try to outflank you. Yeah. Sam, watch the back door. Just be ready. It's probably time to start drilling. (laughs) What's your reality? What's going on wherever you are? 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Funny how Big Farm is so evil till now. <laughs> it's like, what is it, two hundred dollars a pill? Yeah, that's good. That's fine. I'll take. <laughs> Give me all you got. That's uh, Norm McDonald working out his coronavirus routine. Oh boy, which is pretty good. Um, uh, so we got a bunch of text on what Joe just said. Yeah, I said lots of stuff. Uh-oh. Uh, Joe is explaining why uh, the theory behind the government shutting down all this stuff, telling people who are running a business, you got to shut down. It, 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 and, and we're not allowed to gather more than, depending on where you live, 25 people, 50 people, 100 people. As we talked to a virologist on uh, Friday, he said uh, those numbers are arbitrary, more or less, but. You pick a number and you go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got this text. Why can't old people quarantine themselves? They are. And do a better and spend more time on that rather than us not being able to do anything or open our businesses. There is uh, some some common sense now, we, there. We got I, quite a few of those. Yeah, I think it's already happening. Um, the the Yeah, the problem is this. And listen, I'm uh, I'm I'm willing to be convinced that this is not necessary. <clears throat> I'm a little shocked by it, and like everybody else, we're still trying to figure out. Wow, is this just craziness or necessary? Uh, caregivers, just old folks, come in contact with other folks. Inevitably, they got to go get food eventually. 
We got more on this coming up later, uh, where this might go. But the of free nations, you know, China can do whatever they want. But uh, of free nations, France, Italy, and Israel have clamped down pretty much the entire countries. Mm-hmm. Just you, there ain't, you ain't doing nothing. Could that be coming to the United States? I have more on that in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. We got this text. Sunday at Costco, 50-yard long line, an hour and a half before the doors opened. And, of course, this texter would only know that if they had gotten there at least an hour and a half before the doors opened. Right, right. I've seen those pictures. The line to get in wraps around the entire gigantic parking lot. What if that, That'd be kind of weird if we uh, if we do damage to society by everybody. The, maybe the most non-social spacing we have going on is people at stores hoarding stuff they don't need to hoard. Right. Witness the shots from the airports, Americans rushing back because they'd misunderstood the travel ban or the administration had done a iffy job rolling it out. Four to six to seven hour lines, depending who you listen to, to get through customs. People crammed together like a Tokyo subway car for hours in airports. And for the no irony need. is almost worth the, uh, the, the, you know. The nastiness of it. Yeah, that looked horrific, all those oh. airports. And for no need. You could come back next week. You'd be fine. Right. Um, oh, and one more I was going to Oh, somebody sent me a, a picture from a ski resort that was open. They said it was the only ski resort in the area that was open. And they, they sh- actually sent me some video panning around the place. It was jam-packed full of people mm-hmm. over the weekend. Yeah. Well, virologists would tell you, Jack, that's the problem. People are not voluntarily separating themselves to slow the spread of this thing, so we have to do it for them. I went to a, shoot every, shut everything down. I took a carload full of kids to a bowling alley in Laser X over the weekend with the parents' approval. By the way, you should be shamed. Every and parent, doxed every and parent, outed. every parent said, "Yeah, sure." I thought maybe somebody'd pull out or say that's a terrible idea. No, everybody's like, "No, that's fine." I'm going to post harsh things about you online. All right. You Again, shame. You will shame. have to get in line. Shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to really stand out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is so crazy. Oh, it, it could get a lot crazier. Again, stay tuned. More there, on that on, on on the way. Well, there the ski slopes are talking about closing golf courses. You're outdoors, like fifty yards from the nearest human being. W- what is going on? Well, we got a text that said there are going to be epic lawsuits out of this. I'll bet. Wow. In what in what form? How much money does a does a ski resort try to get back from the government when they say you closed this down? Our our lawyer is going to argue you didn't need to, and we need this much money, or we're going to go under. So then you got the legal argument and the uh, envir- the uh, the economic argument of you don't want your local businesses to go under. Um, how many bars? I don't know. Maybe you can tell me if you run a big bar. How much of your entire spring revenue is St. Patrick's Day? Weekend, it's or St. Patrick's Day itself, probably significant. I would imagine, and it, you're going to be closed. When, when I was in the the beer sales business, that was like Super Bowl, Fourth of July, and St. Patrick's Day were the big beer. Those of us who have been markets. practicing drinking alone our whole lives, it's no big deal, but it's going to be a shock to some people. I kid. Well, yeah, I know. I have uh, <laughs> I have a bit of wine on hand at my home, Jack. And I texted out to my friends a picture of our, our little wine storage thing, and I said, uh, the special zombie apocalypse pricing, bottle pricing, cheap garbage, 50 bucks a bottle. The decent stuff, 100 bucks. The good stuff, market price. Wow. Yeah, it's like a lobster. <laughs> you don't price. know till you order it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you after we open it. <laughs> we will get to the story, because I know you want to hear it, of the, the, the knuckleheads that hoarded 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer and how that story turned out. Oh, thought they had boy. it figured out. It was like 
uh, Kramer and the mailman and the, the return of the bottles. They thought they had the system figured out. So close. <laughs> Criminal geniuses. <laughs> So here's some of the finely tuned sarcasm I promised you earlier about not only the coronavirus, but life in general. This is uh, Patrick in San Diego. Love this note. Uh, you may have heard Nancy Pelosi comment that uh, civilization hinges on the, the presidential election. Civilization could end, she said, which is, I thought I'd heard it all. <laughs> I mean, my God, but I love this. Yeah, if people don't vote right, we could end up with cities that have so many rats, kids can't play, use the playgrounds. Cities where you have to have an app telling you where to avoid defecations. Cities where they have to wash the sidewalks to avoid hepatitis outbreaks. In other words, the rest of the country could become like California. She just made the case for not voting for Democrats. Well, an argument to be, how about cities with thousands of people living in tents and shooting up openly in the daylight? And I felt this way yesterday as the governor of California was saying, and bars need to be closed. People need to listen. And I thought, you know, this is a state where if it's windy, the electricity gets turned off. So I'm not sure how much credibility you have early on any issue at all. Yeah, the whole how the world ought to work thing. You've auditioned. We didn't like your audition. Not much at all. So. Yeah, quit trying to extend your power. On the other hand, I don't want all the old folks to die. What it could be like soon. Is this an internet rumor or the truth? Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty.